When you look at this scene in the gospel, this scene of the transfiguration, which always falls on the second Sunday of Lent. And remember that the readings that are chosen for us during the Lenten season are preparing us and pointing us to the cross, to the Paschal mystery. When you look at this scene in the Gospel of Matthew, it's amazing how many parallels there are between this and the Mount Sinai experience of Moses, who receives the covenant for the people that God has delivered from bondage and slavery in Egypt. Remember that Moses ascended the mountain with three people, (laughs) just like Jesus took Peter, James, and John. Moses took his brother Aaron and two other men. And he was up on the mountain for many days. And it was said of Moses that his relationship with God was so intimate that it was like talking with God face to face. Talking with God face to face. What a beautiful image for prayer. And out of the cloud that would descend down upon the mountain, God would speak to Moses and he gave him the law. And when he would come down from this time of prayer, it says that his face, it shone radiant such that he had to put a veil over his face because people were afraid to look upon him. And now we have Jesus. And we know that the mountain was a favorite place for Jesus to go and pray and be alone with his Father. Sometimes he would take his disciples. This time he takes Peter, James, and John. And in this moment of prayer, it says that he was transfigured. His face shone like the sun. His garments became as white as light. And the voice from heaven, there was a cloud, a similar thing like on Mount Sinai, a cloud overshadowed the apostles. And from the cloud, the voice of God was heard. The same voice and the same words that were pronounced at the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And then the Father adds, listen to him. This is my beloved Son. What made Jesus so radiant? And let's not confuse this with a miracle. I think the greater miracle was that Jesus was not shining at every single moment. What made him radiant? Was it not the outpouring of the Father's love continually upon him? That love that we call the Holy Spirit? Which, by the way, the cloud is one of the symbols for the Holy Spirit the glory cloud of God. 
This delight love that fills Jesus from the Father. Perhaps this is partly what made him radiant with such splendor. And perhaps this is a word from the heart of God that you and I need to hear more often and to hear it in the deepest part of our heart that if we heard this word and open our hearts to the power of that love which is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God in you that is in me, that we too would experience transformation, transfigurations of mind and heart. I have witnessed this thousands of times among you and many other Christians. I have seen people transfigured coming out, for example, of a time of prayer, coming out of an hour of adoration in our chapel. And I have heard so many stories of how people's lives have been changed by spending some time very close to Jesus. I have heard people experience similar things at Mass certain encounters with Jesus through the scriptures, through the Eucharist, on a rare occasion through the homily. Something that has so deeply touched them that it changes sometimes even their countenance. They're so touched by it. I have heard people who have come back from retreats And they said, Father, this retreat has changed my life. The workshop that I was at a few weeks ago, it changed my life. The Lord healed me in a very deep place when I was on that retreat. The kind that makes you sob like a baby. That kind of healing that goes really, really deep. And what this means, my dear friends is that if we are going to really grow and mature in our Christian life, yes, God is with us at every moment of the day. Yes, his grace is working in our life in all the different moments. But we need dedicated time and space to be with Jesus. Those moments when we can hear him a little better where our hearts are still and we're not just moving around all the time and God can do work that he cannot do otherwise. Reminds me of a story of a blind Jesuit priest, Father Gillick. He still gives retreats, I think, over at the the Ignatian uh, Retreat Center in De Montreville, over in Lake Elmo. He was in a city once giving a retreat. He was there several times before. He kind of knew the city. And he's totally blind. So he has to walk around with a stick and kind of feel his way. So he was out walking one day. He was there in the city giving a retreat. He was out for a walk. And he got disoriented. He started clicking. And the usual familiar things were not there. He kept clicking. Uh Uh-oh. 
he says, I think I'm lost. So he goes, okay, what am I going to do now? I don't know anybody here. So he clicks his way. He finds his way out onto a busy city street and he sits down right in the middle of the road. Now, Providence would have it. A car pulled up within moments and the drivers are going, is that Father Gillick? They get out of the car and they go, Father, what on earth are you doing in the middle of the road? He said, well, I got lost. And so I thought I'd put myself where I could be found. Where I could be found. We need to put ourselves in the space, in that place of deep encounter with God, whether it's an hour of adoration, whether it's the faithful attendance to weekly Mass, or going to an extra Mass if we can, whether it's times of prayer throughout the week, going on an annual retreat, we have to put our ourselves in those spaces where we can be found by God and deeply touched by his grace. So this Lent can be a wonderful Lent of transfiguration where the glory of the risen life of Jesus can radiate out of us through our words, our actions, our thoughts, Lent is about removing all the things that are hiding or hindering the glory of God from radiating from you and I. Let's put those things on the altar tonight as we receive Jesus and again the renewal of the Spirit of God in us. Let us allow that glory to fill us and transfigure us. Amen.